With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Captain's Run with Sam Edmund. They score, I think, probably the best in the comp, to be honest. So we understand that, you know, if it... It's very unlikely that eight or nine goals potentially might not win it, but uh, if we get our offence going, we've got no issues in scoring as well. So we can score in a hurry, but um, also at this time of year, you know, as, as long as you're getting the win, it's probably <laughs> that's probably the most important thing, to be honest. But uh, it's a low-scoring uh, grudge match, and we're on the right side of it. I couldn't care less. That was Collingwood star Jeremy Howe on Footy Classified during the week, admitting the Pies may need to score more, and uh, it's been an issue regardless of the fact they've won the games, of course, against Collingwood. Uh, Melbourne, nine goals. GWS, eight goals, ten. And they're coming up against one of the hottest offensive teams in the competition tomorrow. Nick Del Sando was a triple All-Australian over the course of his 322-game AFL career. He played in three AFL grand finals, including the last replay we'll ever see in our game. Del, welcome to the Captain's Run. Great to have you on once again. Good morning, Sammy. What a special time of the year. Grand final week and just listening to Jeremy Howe there, I think he raises a couple of very valid points. But it's going to be an intriguing game tomorrow. There's no doubt about that. Do the memories come back for you? Does it feel like a long time ago or yesterday you were preparing for a grand final? It's probably a combination of both. And it feels like yesterday. For some reason, I can remember most things that happened throughout the course of pretty much every game that I played. I can't remember what I had for dinner last night. So I don't know why that is, but it's, it's mixed emotions. I mean, you, you live out these this time of the year and... I was actually driving into the city with my kids yesterday. Towards the thing, I was trying to describe how special Grand Final Week is in Melbourne. The weather's nice, the grass smells better, you know, the build-up and the excitement. And my kids are eight, six and four, so I didn't quite resonate with them. But then you have these mixed emotions because my experience on Grand Final Day was that absolute heartbreak. But I had some amazing emotions and enjoyment throughout the course of the prelim weekend. So... It's a little bit mixed, to be brutally honest, in regards to my feeling. I remember mm. grand final um, morning. I remember getting ready to do the grand final parades a couple of times, and it was just a great experience to look back on it. But then ultimately, you know, at the end of the day, it, it rips your heart apart. It does. It does. It's, it's, it's completely black or white the day we know that. It's the agony and it's the ecstasy and all of those cliches. So you carry our Collingwood portfolio this morning, Dal. We gave you some yeah. homework. Why can they win it? Why they can't win it? The non-negotiable. So let's start with perhaps the glass half full chapter. Why should the Pies be confident going into this? Well, they are the best team, and this is not up for debate. They are the best team in close games. They've won 10 of 11 this year by three goals or less. In the last two years, under Fly McRae, they're 21 and six, 21 wins and six losses in games that are decided by three goals or less. And you say, well, why is that important? And Jeremy Howe just actually hit the nail on the head. They know how to handle those moments. Yes, they lost two of them in finals last year. They are better for the experience. And it's not necessarily about, in Jeremy's words, about what the actual score is in regards to how many goals. It's the scores are close and we know what to do. And then I think the beauty within that, Sammy, is they've done it in different styles. They've come from behind. So then we all jumped on this bandwagon conversation around, 
there to come from behind kids. But yet they've also seen it on the flip side where they're able to hold on to a lead. So they're able to save the game but also win the game. And I think you do that time and time again. Not only does it give you belief within your group that you can do either, save the game or win the game, it puts down in the opposition's head about, geez, we need to get everything right. The pies to a man tomorrow will know how to own and control those moments if the game is close. So I think that gives them a distinct advantage in regards to scenarios and then execution under the most intense pressure. And they're well-versed on all of those things. That's why they can win it. I asked yeah. you in a text why they can't win it. Have you got a theory for me? Well, it's around that goal king that Jeremy Howe touched on. You know, throughout the course of the regular season, they averaged 93.4, which is mm. more than enough in the finals. They haven't even reached 60 in those two prelims. Now, the flip side of that was they were both close games and they got the job done, one by seven points and one by one point last weekend. But I get the feeling tomorrow you're going to need to kick more than seven or eight or nine goals. Who, who can get to 12? Who can get to 14? So the risk is, I don't know if they can. I don't know if they've got the firepower or the consistency in their front half, like the Brisbane Lions do, to put a genuine winning score on the scoreboard. So I think that is the concern. I don't know whether they can put enough scoreboard pressure on consistently to really trouble the Lions. So you're Craig McRae and you're plotting and you're scheming during the week. What would be Collingwood's, Dell non-negotiable? Like, what do they absolutely have to get right? Has to be clearances and contested possession. And then you ask why that's really important. Well, you get those two things right, you then normally start to control the ball, which we call uncontested possession. So you've got control of the game and it's in your speed, or worst case scenario, it's actually in your hands that then gives you as a flow on field possession, a uh, field position, sorry. The inside 50s, which puts less pressure on your defence, gives them more time to get stability behind the football. They get their positioning right. You get your matchups right. So you're not constantly getting repeat entries against you. So I reckon they need to control. This is like every game, though, to be brutally honest, mm. Sammy. You need to control stoppages. You need to be able to control the contested position. Get your hands on the football first. That then allows you to control the game through field position. Have to get that right. If they don't, they're going to be under a lot of pressure. They're coming in hot in that regard, aren't they? Because they were so strong when it came to that sort of part of the game against the Giants, weren't they? Yeah, they were. And what better opportunity to do it against a team that we all respect in the Giants? You know, Tom mm. Green on the inside, you know, Cornelio. Kelly's a little bit different with the in-and-out balance that he has, but they've got a lot of good, really good inside midfielders. So if they're able to stand up against the Giants, you know, it's not like it's going to be any easier this weekend or tomorrow because you've got Dunkley and the Brownlow medalists, two-time Brownlow medalists in Lockie Neal. It's not like it gets any easier. But it's not a deficiency in their game. They've just got to be on their game to get it done again. Del, who who's the key contributor for Collingwood? Who has to play well for them to be a realistic chance of winning the game? Who has to have a, a belter? I think it has to be Jordan Ngoi. And I'm sure everybody's saying this, everybody that's having breakfast this morning and then going to go to a lunch or a dinner tonight, you're thinking, well, who who has to play well? And you think about great plays in finals in recent years, and I'm thinking Petrarca, um, obviously Dustin Martin, like, they're your rock stars. They're the guys that you think, you know what, the coach's responsibility is to put them in a position to impact the game. And I was thinking about this analogy the other day, Sammy, and I love American football. I love NFL. And you watch documentaries and... They'll often say to them, they'll put a, you know, a key player in a position, they'll say, go make a play. Just go make a play. And sometimes I look at that and think, geez, that's you know, not overly descriptive, but there's this piece of trust within them that you just put your superstars 
in moments, in huge games to go and impact. And Dustin Martin is the obvious example over the last five or six years. That has to be Jordan Ngoi. And I think if they get that right with him, it might be through the half-forward line. It might be out of the goal square at the right time. It'll definitely be in the middle of the ground because they need to get that bit right. But I think if he doesn't fire and have an above-average game, I can't see them winning. Dal, I've got two more to put to you just after Monique in the newsroom with the latest headlines. Stay with us. Monique, thank you. We're the captain's run on location this morning down at a beautiful and, uh, I might I say, uh, pretty well-populated Yarra Park at the moment. Big crowd bidding down here ahead of the team's presentation at 11.30. We're with Nick Dalsano. He lived grand final week on three occasions as a player and he carries our Collingwood portfolio this morning. So... Jordan Degoe, Dell was uh, yep. was the I guess the key contributor. What about a surprise packet? Someone who could just sneak under the Lions guard potentially. Well, it's funny that we speak about Grand Final Day and who's going to sneak under the guard. You would have felt that everybody was primed and ready to go, and <laughs> um, are obviously very very good footballers. But the one I'm going to go with is someone that I don't think needs a huge introduction. It's just Jack Crisp. You know, we're speaking about. Pendlebury, how many opportunities will he get to live this again? Still side bottom, obviously the Daycos boys. We're talking about Jordan Degowie, you know, Jamie Alley, Ginevan coming in, all of those stories. But I reckon Jack Chris flies under the radar in regards to actually how good he is because they've got so many good players almost every single week. He's a line breaker. He runs, he carries the football throughout the line, mm. particularly from halfback through the middle of the ground. He's a thumping kick of the footy. And he's a no-fast operator. I think he's just a, a north-south sort of runner. He just runs straight downhill and he'll run straight towards goal. Possibly can get on the scoreboard, not a huge goal kicker. Um, throughout the course of the year, but he's also hard as nails. So I think Graf, uh, Jack Crisp is the player that I think will be that uh, underrated, but won't be by the time tomorrow night finishes. Always underrated, isn't he? And such a damaging player. Geez, he was good against the Giants uh, last weekend. So the St Kilda women, you coach in the AFLW, of course, Dell. Gee, breakthrough win against the Pies uh, back in round four. Kicked the last five goals to Roll Collie with last weekend. Down by 20 yeah. at the last change. That must have been exhilarating. Yeah, it was. It was fantastic because seven days earlier, we had the absolute opposite scenario. We were mm. up by 20-odd points in a really you know, good, strong position at three-quarter time and then got rolled by Port Adelaide. And then we went to work and you know, had a huge week of learning and why things occur and how we stop those sort of things. And it was nice to come out last uh, Sunday afternoon against the Pies at RSA Park and turn our, um, our season around a little bit. It was nice to get a win on the board and We've been building. But we've got a huge game to, uh, tonight. We play the Western Bulldogs at Witten Oval. Um, so really exciting for another opportunity to go out and, and try and get better and try and see how we go against a team that's um, probably in a similar situation to us, to be honest. Now, that's the return to football at the Witten Oval, isn't it, I think, since the redevelopment. Is that right? That's true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah I haven't been out there for, for a few years. I went out there years ago to... Um, help out with some coaching for somebody else and it was a lovely facility so we'll head out there tonight and reintroduce ourselves wish you luck with that Dal. Uh, hopefully two in a row coming up for st kilda in the aflw competition really appreciate you uh lending us your expertise this morning to cast our eyes over collingwood uh, best of luck for tonight and um enjoy the day tomorrow thanks you too appreciate the whole year mate well done there's Nick Del Sando there, St Kilda superstar. He was Triple All Australian, of course, played in three grand finals. And the last ever replay that we'll ever see. Thank goodness for that. Hey, Buddy Bear users, follow the Captain's Run account. You can comment or like on the Jackpot group for tomorrow's game. Imagine what you could be buying instead. Free and confidential support is at gamblinghelponline.org.au. Now, while we were just talking to Dal, 
Just a couple of drop punts from us here. Inside the MCG, the Brisbane Lions are going through their captain's run and a cast of thousands have poured in to fill up the members' wing and the members' flank at the MCG. And you know what they started doing? Well, they started belting out Country Road, didn't they? So you just know, even if officially that song, John Denver's not going to be heard over the speakers tomorrow at the MCG, if Charlie gets the Harley out and gets on a bit of a roll, we're going to hear some... We're going to hear some John Denver. We might even hear some Sweet Caroline as well if Cam Rayner gets up and going. It's been a nice touch for those who go to the Gabba frequently. But I know music after goals was a source of a lot of contention this time last year, and the locals here certainly didn't like it. Well, it sounds as though the fans are taking matters into their own hands. Andrew is in Nidri. We were talking this morning, you're excited because dot, 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 and Andrew wants to finish the sentence for us. Andrew, welcome to the captain's run. Uh, thank you, Sammy. Um, the, um, the dot, dot, dot will be one of the best grand finals of all time. It'll be a cracker and it'll be under a goal. That's what I reckon it'll be. I think it'll just go, this game will go to the wire because both teams have got a lot of strengths and, and they've also got weaknesses and, and, and they've both been proven to be good sides throughout the year. So good luck to both of them. Um, yeah, and hope, you know, I just wish both could lose, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, the close game um, thought is a great one, and I think that's what a lot of us hope for. We all want a, a great game. I'm even barracking for extra time. So not only is that a great sentiment, but you've been with us all year. So stay on the line, Andrew. I'll flick you the prize, the $100 Peter Jackson voucher, dress up, stand out, be seen in Peter Jackson this summer. The look is everything. Suits from just $399. bucks. good on you, Andrew. Thanks for your calls right throughout this 2023 season. The captain's run is for state transport, of course. Our people are your solution. And Suzuki, adventure forever. Suzuki, for fun's sake. Nick Del Sano was in charge of Collingwood which means Scott Lucas is in charge of the Brisbane Lions. We'll take a close look at Chris Fagan's side on the other side of this.